0: Right, okay, so new episode, uh, new guest. If you just want to introduce yourself first and foremost, who are you, what do you do?
1: Yes, yeah, so my name is Silla Ray. I'm an R&B independent singer-songwriter from North London. So yeah, I've pretty much been doing music for the past nine, ten years? Long right, That long, time, that but long yeah? yeah. Yeah, so
0: it's been (laughs) a long time Yeah, but you've done, like, a lot in, I suppose, in a short space of time in terms of, like, music. You know, music careers can last for for years and years and years, but I feel like you've done Mm. I think if I remember correctly, I think the first time I think I listened to you was probably Masterpiece around then, that kind of time. So what was that, 2014? Yeah, my last EP was
1: 2014, and... Masterpiece
0: was 2017. Right, yeah. okay. So the EP then, I listened to that first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, Masterpiece, I remember that. Because that, 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 that had a video, I think. I think I watched the video first and then got it on mm-hmm. like, Apple Music, whatever it was at the time, iTunes, whatever it was called. Um,
1: right. But yeah, yeah. man,
0: like, I think you've, you've, you've been around for a while, man. But um, I obviously <laughs> putting a lot of work to, to mm-hmm. sustain that. But um, I want to yeah. take it back a bit before we get to there and where we're going so um mm-hmm. just as you was growing up what were the things that like when were you first aware that like right I like music this is mm-hmm. what I want to do when were those early signs for you
1: um at around about 11 it was definitely school time mm-hmm. um you know I, I don't know if they still do this now but in assemblies like <laughs> you know when they have like the teacher the school the music school teacher up at the mm-hmm. front and she's all doing like <laughs> I have to, like singing all the songs and all that like, yeah yeah it was from there and I was like oh I kind of like this and I kept saying mm. to myself I want to be up there doing what she's doing type of thing mm. um so it kind of started from there but in terms of like you know wanting to really take it seriously and develop and stuff like that was around about 13 14 um that's because I had a lot of you know like musical family members and mm. stuff like that my brother was a producer at the time it was heavily producing. Um, I had cousins, you know, some that in Afrobeats groups, um, mm. some that had done the grime, you know, rap stuff. Mm. Um, So I kind of just used to just take my brother's beats and just kind of sneak off without them knowing and just kind of write songs yeah, yeah, yeah. behind everyone's back. Because I was really shy. I was so, like I was just, Mm. I was really 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 shy so I used to just go and kind of do it in secret and kind of record myself in secret you know we have got the little mic thing that connects to like a little dodgy computer yeah, yeah. and I used to do all of that and then eventually like they started hearing that like, oh play that play that and then everyone amongst like my brother and his friends who were all doing music as well mm. was just kind of like oh she's good just like bring her into a studio or do this or do that and I started doing you know like the talent shows the heck me empires and um you know whatever else was on school shows so Mm. it kind of just started like from there yeah yeah
0: yeah. that's mad man Uh, that's mad but I think I think um even like a lot of people's kind of when I speak to people that's what they say like there's there's influences from like family or brothers and stuff like that and I think um you know for you it's it's no different, you know. I think it's just as mm. you know, you've got that kind of solid uh like brothers and that showing you the love. Um, yeah. I was I was the same, you know, I I remember um our first PC that we got years ago, we'll go back like right. it came with <laughs> one of them really PC. Yeah, like a really shit mic. <laughs> I mean shit mic. And
1: yeah.
0: I remember it wasn't even for like rapping or nothing, it was just to speak into like normal. And um right. I remember we used to I used to rap through it. And then my brother would clean right. up the audio. Like, it sounded crisp, like it was on a proper mic. But if people, right, if people yeah. heard what I was rapping through, they would be like, no, you, uh-huh. do, you didn't do that through that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, um, but,
1: exactly. But
0: it's mad how, like... But
1: anything counts, innit?
0: That's what I have about to say. Like, it's bad how, like, the smallest right. thing can elevate you to, like, bigger things as well. But... Um, right. So you said about right. 13, 14, you started to take it serious. What kind of music was, yes. was you listening to at that point? Like, what was
1: um at that point it was a lot of r&b mm. to be fair i really just started off on a lot of pop pop music so like obviously i'm nine, three. so yeah, <laughs> you grew up in a good time my... man
0: that was a good time to grow up yeah
1: perfect time <laughs> so you know like with r&b the alias of the world mm. Tony braxton um tamia mm. just swv destiny child just all those you know women kind of at that time who you know coming up. Um, in terms of pop, I was really into Britney Spears as well. Mm. I loved S Club A, S Club i I'm corny as hell in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I loved it so much. And I think, you know, liking different genres of music and not just sticking to just one kind of helped me kind of prepare for being a, a writer, mm. someone who actually writes their music and stuff like that. And being able to do, do not just R&B, but a little bit of pop, a little bit of drum and bass, a little bit of country, just, it's kind of helped with that, you know, hold that together. And I I think
0: that's vital because I think a lot of the time some artists just want to go and do the the pop thing or the R&B. They want to box themselves in. And then when it comes to songwriting, if if they're serious about it and they're working with other songwriters or other producers and that person does Mm -hmm. drum and bass or whatever the genre is, they can't do it. Right? Do you know what I mean? Because
1: they're just focused on Mm -hmm. one thing. Right, right. I think mm. it's a real skill to be able to, um, you know, cross genres and mm. you know blend it into something like a lot of a lot of R and B has some country influences. So you, you know, I just think it's quite valuable. So it kind of helped mold and shape me yeah, into yeah, the yeah. artist I am today. So
0: yeah, yeah. No, I think that's good as well because I think like a lot of your music is very. Um, very heavily r&b which i think yeah. is is amazing because we don't get that now you don't get
1: mm-hmm. especially
0: from the uk as well but even in america you don't really get proper r&b like alias and the the, the mm. other females that you listed you don't really see mm. them anymore and no i think that's yeah. i think that's probably because at some point they switch like if you think about usher for a prime example he, he's one of my favorites mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like i love usher Old Usher, right. proper Usher. Not, yeah, old Usher. <laughs> not David Guetta Usher, I'm talking proper. Because I think that was one of the problems. That was one of the problems that I think, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, at some point R&B switched over on. Everyone was remixing, like, the old R&B.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they changed it. So it was nice. Like it's nice. Like,
1: this new school thing, yeah. Yeah,
0: it was weird. Like, so I think it's nice yeah. to hear, like, someone like yourself who has kept it mm-hmm. 100 and hasn't had to, like, mm-hmm. change your sound. You have just done your thing, mm-hmm. and I think that's vital. You know, like in your, in your, like your industry, and in the, the way that you're trying to put yourself there in mm-hmm. that position. So I think that's vital, man.
1: Right, right. And people like, from what I've put out, it's all been R and B. But a lot of the recorded music that hasn't been out, I do have a lot of pop music. Mm-hmm. I actually have a lot of drum and bass mm-hmm. songs as well. Like a lot of different other genres. That obviously, people haven't heard so it's there I'm fully capable of doing other things but yeah. I just like you know I love R&B and I feel like that's that's my starting point that's where I'm
0: starting out so yeah mm, no that's that's good man and I I love that man I love it honestly like I'm a proper don't get me wrong I love I love my grime, I love my rap yeah. I love that that's where my heart is but I love right. my you know when you're in the car sometimes and you're just chilling you want to put on a good R&B just something nice and calm
1: nothing yeah too, like, man headache-ish you know yeah, say just start, I'm just, <laughs> that's what I'm
0: saying if I'm sat in traffic yeah. I don't want to hear <laughs> lethal bizzle or like, you know what I mean I don't want to hear it gets like I love them but I need something to calm right. me down if I'm sat in traffic so right.
1: aggressive music
0: you yeah know so. it's, it's not on I can't be doing that but um yeah right. so yeah, I think it's good anyway that's what I thought I'd give you that compliment there but um you're you. You independent as well you're, you're not signed are you
1: Um, no, I'm not signed. I'm fully independent. I've actually always been independent. Um, I have had moments where, um, it it, it could have gotten into a situation of being signed, but I just, again, like growing up, there's a lot of learning that I had to do because I started so young, especially starting at 14. That, That was around the, you know, like the stage I started getting involved with managers and things like that. Like, um, Da Vinci was the first person the first major person who I looked at as a major person who brought me into the studio and just kind of mentored me with his manager, Jackie Davidson at the time. She's a huge yeah. songwriter, mm-hmm. manager. Um, and just kind of moving from there and you know, trying to find the right management team for me, kind of working with an A and R at the time who paired me with another manager who, you know, um, I think again, we- in general, with life, you kind of have to find the right people who make sense mm. with what you're doing and um, understand your growth. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. was, what, 16, 17. I didn't really know too much. And I just felt like, OK, well, I didn't. It felt like, you know, when you're younger, people kind of want to control the aspect of your career and kind of want to stay in the direction that they want to steer you into. Um but then you're just kind of like, oh, well, I don't really want to do that. Like, you don't really know how to dispute that. So it was just kind of like I had to just find my feet. Yeah, but yeah. In, But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm super grateful because I met so, so many people in the industry. A lot of the producers and some of the artists who are like really doing their thing right now. Mm. There was a time where we were all kind of like coming up. So it's beautiful to see, like, them flourishing and doing their thing and mm-hmm. getting, like, you know, number ones on the, on the charts and just becoming major artists and major producers and writers. Yeah. Like, it's beautiful. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much
0: mm. No, and I think I think that's good as well. I've, sometimes I speak to people who, who are signed, and I, I speak to, obviously, a lot of people that aren't signed as well, and it's, it's surprising because a lot of the people that aren't signed are happy to just continue on that journey and that path because I think – it's a blessing and a curse at the same time to be signed. Yes,
1: it is. You know, there's so much
0: <laughs> that comes... And that's just... I've never been signed, but I know that there's people that have been mm. in that position and it's almost ruined their careers. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's messed it up. I for mean,
1: people. you know, the number one thing that I always heard throughout the years was that... you some artists are better being signed to major labels Mm. or even independent labels. And some artists are just better being fully independent. Mm. Like I think with everybody, it's like a case by case basis because Mm. say for instance, me, I'm a bit of a control freak. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little bit of a control freak. I'm not not even gonna lie, like it just, it is what it is. Mm. So it's like, I like to know every little aspect, but that's just because um, you know, having been independent for so long, I've kind of learned the ropes. Mm. I also went to university and did a, you know, a BA in public relations, PR. So I kind of learned the ropes with that. Yeah. And then went back again, did a master's in music business management. So there's a lot of things that I know. Mm. So then it's just kind of like, I'm asking questions that they may not really want me to ask. Cause mm. it's just like, you're the artist. You sit there, just look, be there, look pretty. And that's <laughs> it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, but it's like I just like to just be in control and mm. know what's going on and because cause I know what I want, yeah. whereas I feel like another artist may not necessarily know exactly what they want. They know that this is an idea of what they want to do, mm. but maybe to them, a major coming in and steering the direction for them might work for them.
0: Exactly, exactly. I'm... So
1: it's really subjective.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think it's not one shoe fits all, is it? Like, not one thing might work for one artist that doesn't necessarily work mm-hmm. for the other. But I think you touched on a good point that a lot of the time, a lot of people lose that creative control, even if they're yeah. not signed as well. They don't have to be signed to a major yeah. or a, a, a big label. It's just sometimes if you're mm-hmm. if you're not careful within the industry, um, you can lose that creative control element and then you, you find yourself almost doing mm-hmm. things that you probably wouldn't do as an artist normally. But you're kind of being pushed. It's into different
1: it. things. Mm. It's like you could be following a trend and feel like that's for you, mm. or a trend of a sound that's currently going and feel like that's for you, and it's really not Or It could be a manager that comes in and kind of feels like, well, this is we feel like this is best mm. to go in this direction and it might not be it. So and I feel like the the more you know yourself and the more the stronger your idea in terms of what your aims are and your goals are. Mm it'll make it a little bit more easier to yeah, kind of not be stayed in the wrong direction so yeah definitely
0: man 100% man but um one thing I wanted to ask as well um because mm-hmm. obviously I'm a father you're a mother yes. so I wanted to yeah. know and I, I find I mean I, I have my own balance so I, I work mm-hmm. mad hours and but how do you find mm-hmm. being an artist um being a mother how do you m- manage the two and not that you can't manage it but
1: Mm, where's your mm -hmm.
0: balance and where's your level ground where's the time for you how do you do the time for your your family life and the music as well
1: um I think when I had my son the biggest thing that having him taught me was being disciplined Mm. um being um strategic in terms of like just having a plan in place or having a schedule in place like a day-to-day schedule I think just knowing that, okay, cool. In the morning, if I need to get this done with my son Rashan, then I'm mm. going to get that within the hour. Do whatever I need to do with him. Drop him at nursery. Slot in whatever I need to slot in within that time. Go and pick him up. Come it's, it seems like a lot of work. <laughs> That's <me. laughs> It seems like so much work. And when I explain this to people who don't have kids, they're just mm. like, yeah,
0: they're
1: like so baffled. They're like, uh, how do you do it? Mm. But it's just like, I think... The transition for me, you know, becoming a mother, it wasn't... It, obviously, it's difficult having, you know, one-year-old, because my mm. son's only two. Right. Um, It's difficult having a, a new child. But because I've always been that person who's just got up and worked and got up and moved mm. and i mm. constantly doing something, it never really felt like too much pressure, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But the number one thing that I definitely try to do to just stay on track is to have a schedule mm all the time and then on top of that i have a really like my mom my family everybody is just really really supportive so mm-hmm. if i need something done like they're there to help do you know what i'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. even slotting in this this uh interview now mm-hmm. my son's at nursery so it's the perfect time for me to be able to do it without jeopardizing any time do you yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah yeah yeah
0: so, i think it yeah it works well doesn't it for, for you um in that right. way and i think I'm the same. Like I literally, like I said before, right. I, I'm up crack of dawn at like six o'clock. That's when my day starts.
1: Yeah. You see, the, the earlier the better.
0: Exactly. So I can get things done before right. they get up and then take them to nursery, mm-hmm. come back. Exactly. I work as well, as well as this. Right. I, I do music as well. So there's a lot of things that people right. forget. And I'll, right. I'll, ne- I'll never forget when I had my, my my son or when we found out we were having my son. And people, you say to me, "Raw, like, your life's ended. You're not, you can't do this, that, the other, and this, that, da, 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 da. And it it almost made me think, are they right? But then I'm proving to them. And obviously, when I speak to people like yourself as well, it can be done
1: as well. It can be done. I mean, when you look at it hypothetically, we have 24 hours in a day. Mm. Some people will be waking up past 10 o'clock. That's already like a bit like a quarter of your day gone. And I just feel like the earlier you start your day, the more you plan your day, Yeah. The more you can get done, it's really not that hard. We there's people who are you know why hugely successful and they've got a whole family to tend for, yeah. with a whole bunch of kids. Why is it that they find the time to still run what they need to do and run their business or run whatever and still make time for family? Mm-hmm. It's about prioritizing. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's you know what I
1: mean? when you don't really have the, an idea of how you're going to prioritize your schedule, your day, mm. then. You know, I like to plan things. Like, I will plan my whole week, and I know what I'm going to do. It, within, Obviously, things come up, but, you know, if I have to take him with me and have him on my, yeah, yeah, that's then it, so man. be it. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, there's no excuse, basically. That's,
0: <laughs> that's what I say to people. Like, all my every day, like, uh, at least every minute, every second of my day is mm-hmm. accounted for. Even if it's sleeping, I know exactly when right. I'm going to sleep and exactly when I'm waking up um exactly like everything's and it sounds mad but everything's regimented like if my kids aren't in nursery by like yes. quarter past eight it, it throws right. everything off so they've got to be in there by quarter right. past eight do you know what I mean like everything so
1: exactly. um
0: but exactly. but yeah it can be done and I'm glad that obviously you've said that because a lot of people out there they use not a lot of people but some people use excuses for mm. not being able to do things and stuff like that but you're you're showing mm-hmm. you're showing people that yes you can be a mother you you, know, mm-hmm. you can have these outside responsibilities, but you can also mm-hmm. still fulfill your own career and do what you want to do.
1: Right, because I, I had the exact same thing as well where people were saying to me, oh... Are you sure you want to do that? Or oh, what about your career though? What's going to happen with that? And, da, 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 da. and I was just like, I don't like it when people put limitations on me. If I'm not putting limitations on myself, why are you putting it on me?
0: It's true, man. It's I don't true. understand that. I just <laughs> don't
1: get it. So it's just like, obviously, when I had Roshan, I was actually in the middle of promoing Masterpiece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was doing a radio tour and bam, mm-hmm. like it happened. And Obviously at the time I'm thinking, okay, what's, what would be the best outcome, blah, 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 blah. Me being a very spiritual person that I am, I was just like, I'm, I'm, this is happening for a reason and I'm going to press forward with this and whatever will be, will be
0: that's it man. that's
1: it mm. it's one child it's not like it's, it's a football <laughs> team with five kids you know what I'm saying that's a whole different story but I'm just saying one kid is not gonna kill you <laughs> yeah no,
0: it's true man no it's true it's right. true but um
1: yeah
0: I, for, I forgot to mention that as well actually so because mm. you did a radio, radio tour for yes. the EP was it for Masterpiece
1: for Masterpiece yeah
0: so because that's another thing that you don't really see much of now you don't see artists you see what people do now a lot of artists they get onto like they get their thing on Spotify and Apple Music, and they go, "Job's done," but they don't actually promote the music properly. Do you, know <laughs> no, you know what I mean? though? No, they just they just sit back now and wait for the wait for the streams. But it's mm. mad that like, because mm-hmm. that was only what four years ago that you did that then, or three? Yeah, that, three
1: years. Yeah, three. Three years. Three, so yeah, even, three and a bit years ago. Yeah,
0: even three years ago, I can guarantee you at least fifty percent of like serious artists weren't doing radio tours and. I'm guessing you kind of went up and down the country, left like London. Yeah. It wasn't just in London. It was mm-hmm. probably Birmingham. Yeah. All of that, yeah? Yes. So, yeah.
1: So, I mean, my idea on that is like, I, I think it's just the old school mentality. Mm. Um, the types of artists that I looked up to and the types of artists that I loved, like, i.e. the Elias of the World. Mm. I also really loved Jojo. Yeah, yeah. I used to watch her religiously because they used to do like series, like vlogging series type things with her. And this girl would literally be, you know, <laughs> on the bus, <laughs> drop off to a radio station, back on the bus, another one on the bus, actually on the phone, mm. like doing another interview whilst getting to the next one. Mm. And they literally would hustle. Mm. I mean, hustle up every state. There would be like a good 15 stations between every state yeah, and they're yeah. on the bus going to one after the other. Um Sometimes you see them before they go in bed. They're they're having to do like a three AM telephone mm-hmm. call to German, some publication in Germany mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like the old school kind of system of again art, kind of artist development,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but also uh, building. Your fan base, like when even when people used to have street teams yeah, back yeah, in the day, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. that, right? I still believe in that ethic, especially for somebody like myself who isn't exactly—I'm not exactly the most known person in the world. You know what I'm saying? But there's there's a process, and I just feel like you have to take those steps in order for because I will be very. Annoyed? Are we allowed to swear? Yeah,
0: of course. Say what you want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would be so pissed if I made such a banging song today mm. and I dropped it on the internet, but nobody heard it.
0: Mm. But that's what's happening. I have
1: wasted that song. Mm. I have way I to me, I feel like I have wasted the song. There is no point spending the money to go to the studio, mm. um, and uh, you know, paying that studio fee, the recording fee, and the mixing fee and the mastering fee, mm. only for you to just go and put it on the internet and that's it.
0: Mm. That's what people that are was doing. The
1: point. Mm. That's the. I just
0: the key thing that people are doing now is they 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 miss out all of that and all they want to do is say I've made this and I'm going to give it to the world but the world world won't hear it because who knows it's
1: out there it's it's like an expectation thing I think people just expect that people need to like you know like fans need to go to them where in the beginning Mm. particularly particularly in the beginning I feel like it's the opposite way you need to go to your fans you need to reach as much um, audience audiences as you can like for me in particular it's just Because I did PR Mm, (laughs) as a bachelor, um, kind of like learning the ropes with all of that, and just understanding the world of, you know, obtaining press and building relationships with journalists and things like that. Like, you just need to be able to just cross every corner, you know, to Mm -hmm. get your name out there. There's too, the industry is too saturated now. There's too many artists. There's everybody trying to kind of you know, rumble their way through in such a small industry and yeah. how are you going to separate yourself out by actually doing the work and making sure you're visible everywhere?
0: Mm. And that's it, isn't it? I think I yeah. wouldn't even be surprised and I might be wrong, but I wouldn't be surprised in a couple of years if the streaming thing dies down and we actually go back to physical, you know, needing to right. have that radio plug. You need all of that again. You need to go back and that physically by, because I can see that happening because from right. a, from an artist's point of view, um, you know, the, the like it's not set up right for an artist in terms of streaming and the numbers mm-hmm. and the the money side mm-hmm. financially, it needs to be a lot better. And I think I've spoken mm-hmm. about this on here before, but it's just not right for for artists to not get paid what they should be getting paid from their from their sales. Mm-hmm. So I can see, thi- right. and it's slowly doing that now. There's a lot of artists that will use Bandcamp or they'll use you know that actually yes. have physical sales rather than just yeah it's on Spotify. Go do that and give me my zero zero mm-hmm. point three Pence of every stream, wherever it is now. So right, right, exactly. I, th- I think all that radio plugging and the the tours, the radio tours, all of that is so mm-hmm. vital because I think you know, mm-hmm. not only does it get your name out there, it shows that you're um connecting with other media outlets. Just to
1: right, you know what I mean exactly? And I feel like when you are trying to get to a point of even wanting to sign you know, with a major, I feel like, you know, especially because we live in a time where they kind of want artists to do the groundwork before they even step in. Exactly. Doing all of those things will kind of, you know, give you the the, the quotations that you need from certain media outlets. They'll feel like, okay, cool. She's being, or he's being supported by this place or that place. And they've done the groundwork and they've covered all the, the smaller independent public publications Mm. or radio stations and stuff like that. Like you actually show that you're, actively moving mm. in the industry mm. instead of just popping up expecting to just be on BBC One Extra just today do you know what I'm
0: saying so yeah <laughs> Shoot on, man. I'm... they
1: want to see that there's activity <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah I'm laughing because I'm not, what you're, I'm not laughing at you I'm laughing because what you're saying is mm-hmm. spot on man like it's so yeah. but when you explain <laughs> it to some people they go oh, you're just chatting you're just talking rubbish man you just you know what I mean but I think yeah I mm-hmm. think you're right I think that a lot of that needs to happen more even if your stuff is on Spotify and Apple Music it still needs to right. be a case of you going out there right. and telling people, like, listen, I've got this banging tune, I made it, mm-hmm. and this is coming next, go and do this, that, the other, and do you know what I mean? It will happen. Right. right? But um, Exactly.
1: And then at the same time as well, I just feel like, you know, it it gives you that discipline as an artist. You you become less lazy because I feel like there's a lot of laziness that's going on. There's a lot of laziness that's going on at the moment. Don't don't get um, me started
0: on that. Don't get me started.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, again, genre really depends. Mm. Don't get me wrong, there's there's a small percentage of artists who can literally just... Get the opportunity to just be on one publication and go bam mm. and just make it. Do you know what I'm saying? Very small percentage. The rest of us, the, the little people like myself, mm. we have to work. Mm. And remember, I'm doing R&B in a country where R&B isn't predominant, mm. so the work is a lot more harder in terms of like I have to. I have to do the the groundwork. Probably more than a drill artist probably has mm. to. Mm. It's
0: f- interesting you so say it is that. What it is. No, it's interesting you say that because. Um, I was speaking to someone a few weeks ago and we was having a conversation about how females are sort of looked at, not just in terms of just females, but just how they don't really get the recognition as much as male artists do.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: maybe not so in America, but definitely here. I feel like even when you yeah. talk about like a rapper, which is a female MC, they go, "Oh, she's good for a female. Yeah. But they don't say she's, yeah, as, she's yeah. as good as Getz or she's as good as Skepta, Wiley, all these other artists. Mm-hmm. They never put them mm-hmm. on the same level. So I just wanted no. to get from you. Have you ever had like um, like a moment where or any kind of experience where like you've kind of, you know, you've been in a room with with artists and they're kind of saying, "Oh well, yeah, but she's good, but she's a female. I expect her to be a good R&B singer or she's not as good as the other. Do you know what I mean? Like the other guys that are singing. Have you ever had that?
1: Um I won't say directly to me, um, but I've kind of seen it in in instances of other artists, mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, particularly with the comparison thing. I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like, especially as a black woman mm-hmm. here doing music, it's just a lot more hard. I feel like until you get the respect mm-hmm. that they kind of Expect you to have, but then even then, it's just kind of like it's still very sexist, basically. No, it is, <laughs> so yeah. it's still very, very sexist. And it's just, um, but I do feel like we're living in a time where there's more like right now, there's more female artists who are getting the respect that they deserve. For instance, yeah. the Miss Banks of the world, the Shea mm-hmm. of the world, and um, all those, you know, all those female artists coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still hard in a sense where we might not get the same success that maybe you know like a Stormzy and a skeptical mm. of the world might get. Mm. But since the climate is changing a little bit, who knows? Maybe next mm. year one of these girls might be even bigger. Mm. So yeah. but it is. It is. It is difficult. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's. I think it's changing slowly. I think you know. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, let me take it back actually because we've skipped like there was loads of female artists that came before even.
1: Yeah, like,
0: you know, you think about right. all those artists. um Let me try and think some quickly on the top of my head, but um <laughs> we've had loads. We've had loads of female artists that have come through. Uh,
1: Miss Dynamite Miss of the Dynamite world, Miss Dynamites,
0: and even like yeah. even when I remember going back, and it's a bit different. She's not an r and singer, but Lisa mafia was. I remember when yes, she, I yes. remember when she was coming up, and she was obviously in a, a collective the only female kind of at the time that was being pushed forward. I know there was other females in So Solid, but Mm -hmm. at the time, she was like the one that was the figure, the female figure of the the crew. Um, Of course. And it was like so we've had artists but not as many as I'd have expected and I'm hoping that changes right you
1: know? right I do I do feel like right now we are getting a, a much more female artists mm. than probably within the last maybe five maybe even longer than that mm. maybe the ten years yeah 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 um, there's a lot more of them coming through now because only because I feel like okay we're starting to actually recognise um, the talent of mm. a lot of these female artists coming through who mm. are actually much better than <laughs> So some of the guys you have out here. I'm just sorry, but I just had to say, no, I'm uh,
0: four women. That's like. no, true. Some of the videos, like I don't even know how to get onto like these, the, like these platforms because obviously I you know you. There's a way of doing it, but I just think mm-hmm. some of these guys, wow, who who was in the studio when they said, "Yeah, this is a go," let's give and right. and that's not really to like to be disrespectful to anyone. Just there's there's certain people mm-hmm. that are given, and this is in life actually. So take this away from music. Mm-hmm. There's people that are given mm-hmm. platforms in life. That don't necessarily, mm-hmm. des- not that they don't deserve it, but there's other people mm-hmm. that are probably more suited to des- to get that platform. If you get what I mean,
1: right? Yeah. I and mean, then if you think about it, if a female was to come out at the level of that, mm-hmm. or some, you know, some of these male artists come out, we get slaughtered. I mean, like we mm-hmm. get, we'll get nails thrown at us. Like we mm-hmm. are actually, we will get penalized to the T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, like it, it. But then you have some of these guys out here making such. Just rubbish. Bulk, music, and it's just like they're kind of getting away with it.
0: Mm. Yeah, I think. The-
1: whereas letting be a female, everybody's on her. Mm. It's crazy. Yeah,
0: I think the dynamics need to change because I think at the moment it's still predominantly kind of like females are just seen as the the girl in the video. Um, yeah. You know that that right. kind of stigma, or that stereotype of oh she right. she should be in the video just in the background kind of thing. Whereas no, right. we need to kind of change that now and make. Make it so that the female isn't in the background. She's actually the guy, mm-hmm. the, the girl. Sorry, that the the voice of the the video and all of right. that. That needs to happen a lot more, I think. And I think it's happening. Right. I think it's happening over time. I just think, yeah, it's a gradual process. But I think it needs to speed up a bit now because we've been. I've been having this conversation with people for years, and it's oh, still, years. you know, still never there.
1: ending. Mm, you know. know, and it's part of the reason why I feel like. But even though I'm grateful for my journey, mm. um, I kind of wouldn't have changed anything for it because I feel like there's just a time for everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Which is why I felt like it was very, very much so difficult for me to navigate in this industry. Um, Again, particularly finding the right you know, team to stick with, finding the right people to work with, or just being given certain opportunities and it sliding because of whatever reason do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's it's been very very hard and I can attest to that mm-hmm. um but I wouldn't change my journey for nothing I think every, everything I've learned everything I've seen everything I've been taught has made sense for what I'm doing right now yeah, so imagine. yeah <laughs>
0: Ste- stepping stones to the next the next thing isn't it that's just how you got to look at it but um going exactly. back going back to your disc- discography so um mm-hmm. your first EP was that self-entitled was that just yeah yeah. so
1: it was yes just called Cilleray yeah Yeah.
0: so then you had that and then um was in between that you had like Masterpiece then after that Mm
1: -hmm. um... right so because I dropped um my EP the Cilleray EP in 2014 Mm um you know again I dropped that project in the middle of still going to university and working a part-time job so (laughs) no days off yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dropped that project. I was still at uni full time and I was working a part time job. Wow. It was just crazy. So, mm. um, obviously it was taking a bit of time for me to kind of figure out what I wanted to do next, mm. whether if that was just get to the next project or drop a single from it. But I needed to just take the time to do it because there was so much going on. Um yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's when we were just like, you know what, let's let's just go for um, masterpiece, put it out there. Then we'll drop a new project, just to kind of keep the ball rolling. And then obviously, as I did masterpiece, and I was kind of promoing that, I again had my son. Mm. Yeah. So um, there's quite a few gaps there.
0: But yeah, but you yeah. went you went to just go and be the mum that you needed to be at that point. And I think sometimes you need that kind of break anyway because I've I'm, a,
1: yes. I'm hope- yes, I'm hoping
0: this new EP is going to be just as good as, obviously, the, the oh, and, and we're going <laughs> to we're going to get onto that in a minute. We're going to get onto that. Yeah. But there was, um, you had another song with, um, oh, I can't remember, the couple, Double S was on there, and yes. ja- Jammin' was on there as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it was a featured song with CK and Double S That's and okay. Jammin'. Um, that was, again, uh, do you know what? It wasn't intentionally supposed to be a single. Hmm. We just kind of wanted to put something out because... I just felt like a lot of people kind of knew me for the the slow jammy, the slow jam queen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> we just wanted to put something out that was a bit different, a bit of, you know, just kind of hit a little bit of a different audience kind of thing and just kind of experiment what it would feel like to work, you know, collaborate with other artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just kind of wanted to get a feel of that. So, yeah, I, I mean, it got premiered with DJP Montana. Yeah, it's on a his show, which was on was it Radar at the time, yeah, yeah, I might be wrong. Um, <laughs> so and yeah, it just kind of did the rounds of what it needed to do. But then again, like I said, when I dropped that again, Child, yeah, yeah, we even we even had a whole music video for that, oh, wow, which was okay. like half. Yeah, was half done. It never got finished. Oh so. no way, man! And we were contemplating. We were. It was. It, we were literally contemplating. Mm, should we put it out? I was like, just let let the song be what it is. Like, yeah. move on. It's, it's just a different time. Like that was. Yeah. I'm yeah, a yeah. totally different person today. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But then your latest, your latest yeah. single, ain't no one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What inspired you to write that? And. Is there, is there a reason or meaning behind it? Or was it just that it felt right? This is what came out of the pen? What, what inspired you?
1: <laughs> oh, funny fact about that song. Again, I wrote that around the time I released the masterpiece. So wow, that was like, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a lot. Of, the problem is, yeah, before I took a break, we mm. had stacks of stacks. I was still going to the studio. I was still recording. So we oh, had yeah. stacks of stacks 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 of, stacks of music. So, when we decided to put it out this year, um, I said to my manager, I needed to find the right time in terms of being mentally ready, Mm. physically ready, um, you know, getting my child in nursery so that there's extra time for me to be able to do certain things and just get into a place where I just felt ready overall. Mm. Um, and, but I needed to feel like there was a reintroduction again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I felt like out of all the songs that, you know, I'd recorded before, I felt like Eight No One was the best. Well, not the best, because it's not my best song, mm. personally, to pers- say, but like, I mean, like, in terms of just the R&B-ness of it all.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good song. It's a good, it's a good song to kind of reintroduce yourself back, um, bring yeah. yourself back into that sort of, into the front of everything again, because sometimes people, mm-hmm. I think, struggle to, you know, like, like I said, like, I've got, two kids my, my kids are one and two so that's like the,
1: yeah they're all early stages yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: so like for me <laughs> and I, I still make a bit of music here and there but it's just you yeah. don't find the time to do it so um right you know, right it's good that you had right which sorry go on
1: which you know i mean made it a bit easier because it wasn't like a song that i had to go and go into the studio and record and do Mm. and all of that stuff the song was already there it just needed to be mastered and then obviously all the little creative processes behind it i.e getting the artwork which is what me and my manager did ourselves um shooting a video which is the video i actually shot myself um and just yeah just other just kind of getting and again the climate of lockdown which was the time when we released the song mm. was actually during lockdown and being you know all quarantining and stuff like that so hence why i had to shoot the video myself yeah. and i edit, edited it myself um so
0: was that the first time you did that the edit. A music video no like the editing side of it yeah
1: uh, as in like just general video editing or like just for and like my thing
0: your thing like your
1: own thing um I've, I've edited i don't want to tell people but yeah i've got a separate youtube page called life with stiller oh, okay. so it's got like just lifestyle type stuff like just other non music related oh, okay, okay, stuff okay. so okay. Kind of learning how to like um shoot videos and edit and stuff like that mm. was kind of what i got from there i mean i'd always known how to do it because we have an epk that you know when we send like you know a press kit Mm. the EPK's in there which I edited myself and stuff like that so I'm alright I'm kind of I say I'm pretty good at it (laughs) multi-talented yeah multi-talented
0: thank you (laughs) thank
1: you so yeah so um yeah, so again, with the video, we just shot that, shot it myself and edited it myself. Mm. And to be honest, I really, I just thought, okay, it would just be like, you know, when people just throw up songs on SoundCloud and it's just kind of a song on SoundCloud. I thought it was just going to be one of those tracks mm. because, again, it wasn't like, oh, I was putting my best track out there, but it just, just something to just test the water again because yeah, yeah. I'd been out for a bit of a while and it just did.
0: Yeah, it done done really well. Way
1: better than I thought, Mm. honestly. And I was just like, okay, idea, I'm meant to be doing music. You know what I'm saying? It just kind of solidified that for me and just gave me the extra confidence and the boost that I needed, which kind of got me right here
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, I think, like, even at the start when I said, like, obviously you've done a lot of work um, in what seems like a short space of time, even though you've had that sort Mm. of... That, that moment to to find your feet, being a mom and, and sorting that side of your mm-hmm. life out. But I feel like you've, mm-hmm. you've never really, it's like it was almost like you've never been away. Does that make sense? Like you've always, right. you've, although you had that little bit out, you just came back and went, bam, here you go, have that. And it, yeah. it was received really well. And I think, yeah. obviously you've got the, the EP, which I think is going to be one and two part EP mm-hmm. coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. tell us a bit about yeah. that, when is it coming out can we get a name for it yet, are we not allowed to see <laughs> <laughs> I won't push you, I won't push you I'll, I'll wait
1: <laughs> so the exciting thing is um, which I am now allowed to talk about um, so the Arts uh, England Council slash not- National Lottery mm. are going to be funding this whole project right, Okay. so We've thankfully, thank God, been able to have, you know, a big financial backing behind it. And we're going to be pressing on with this project, you know, co-signed with them. And basically uh, what I can say is the next single that I have... um, because of the, you know, obviously we're we're coming into the Christmas period now and stuff like that. So um, the release of it will be right at the top of the year. And (laughs) right at the top of the year once the Christmas period is, because, you know, Mm. end of the year everyone's out of office. So So, I'm actually shooting the video for it um, in the next two, three weeks. Okay. Um, So, yeah, the top of the year is going to be, bam in your face kind of
0: are we gonna get the two parts at the same time are we gonna get the two parts like separate
1: Mm. so it's gonna be separate separate definitely separate um obviously you know when you put a single out you kind of have to run that campaign Mm -hmm. for a period of time and then do the second single and then the ep drops um but what i can say i feel like it is probably one of my best projects i've ever made yeah yeah uh, I, like that one. <laughs> I have ever made, I have ever made, like I literally, um, as soon as we got the go to with Arts England in August, I spent September and a little bit of October basically just locked in the studio every day, literally dropped my child off studio, dropped my child <laughs> off studio, drop my child <laughs> studio, every day finishing this project. There's six songs on it. The right, whole okay. project is basically finished. Done, wrapped. All the songs are complete, mastered, ready to go. So <laughs> just gotta press that green button. Once the
0: green button's pressed,
1: it's, yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not a thing where it's just like I'm kind of talking about a project that hasn't yet, not yet been done. No, it's done. Yeah, it's yeah, Finished. Yeah. All the songs are there. I've got some crazy features on okay. it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just super, super grateful and super, super thankful. Um for Arts England, National Lottery, for even taking, yeah,
0: like, yeah, you
1: yeah. know, backing me out mm. of all people. You know what I'm saying? That, that opportunity is what, you know, a lot of artists would want. Mm. Um, you know, being able to have that financial backing and yeah. not having to be on a major label mm. and it not being an advance is huge for me, personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just having the opp- opportunity to just being able to shoot videos mm. to the quality that I wanted to be shot at, um, being able to, you know, get an external PR team on board, being able to get a radio on plugger on board, you know, different team members who are going to come in mm. to basically make this project what it needs to what be. It needs to be. Yeah. Right. And in terms of the songs, like, like i said it's pure r&b to the t and it's just like a mixture there's you know like a slow jam on there but there's also really up-tempo pure r&b sounds like i'm just i'm really i'm really excited for everyone to hear yeah i can't wait
0: man i can't wait as well and it's even good that you've had like the backing as well the financial backing um what was that Yeah. how was that process hard was it easy was it something that you wasn't sure was going to happen how easy was that to do?
1: Um, to be fair, I would say it was, it was, a, it was a long process mm. in terms of being able to, you know, because at the end of the day, if, you, if you're going to want financial backing or some type of funding or some type of anything, mm. you have to present to them why, what, who, when, how much, where, who, mm. what. Like, there's so much components to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it took me a couple of weeks to yeah. so basically put together everything to let them know that okay this is what we're doing this is what um you know your help would do for me my project this is the outcome of it but you really really have to be on it mm. because you know it's it's competitive um mm. in terms of asking the arts england to to fund you in terms of like getting them to really back your project because there's thousands especially mm. with covid and everything that's going on there's a lot of uh, musicians whether that's you know a single rapper or even live in- players and yeah, things like yeah, yeah. that who need the help they need help right now they really really mm. need the help right now and i'm fortunate enough to be in a position where it's not like it's um detrimental for me and i needed the help like life or death type of things. Yeah, yeah yeah but it helps just being able to exactly mm. it helps and you know i always say all the time you know in other interviews you know things like People always say, oh, why is the artist taking so long to release? Why are you only dropping two singles in the year? Or why are you only doing this? But everything adds up. Mm. I don't think you understand. We're talking like... Money. Thousands. Yes, like... When you think about just recording fees and your mixing and your mastering, then you move from there, and you probably got to pay your collaborators mm. or whoever's musician fees, production fees. Then you move from there, and the creative, and you know you want to obviously do a shoot for your cover, for your press shots. Mm. A photo shoot costs money. The photographer, your makeup for a woman particularly, because yeah. yeah. listen, <laughs> we want to we want to look on point, so you know hair, makeup, all <laughs> we'll that in. Cheap. Yeah. that's a couple that's a
0: couple bags easy already oh <laughs> god it's, it's
1: a lot and then you move <laughs> from there then you got to think about how much is PR going to cost yeah, yeah. are we going to go with this agency and PR agencies would roughly I don't know for an independent roughly around the 800, 900 mm. um, and then you go from there and it's like okay we need radio plugers we need to make sure we're getting on BBC Radio 1 Extra Capital Extra all the main stations that you'd want to get mm, on yeah. and that's another Pot of money in itself. Yeah. yeah. And then again, music video, pot of money in itself. It all of that is is pricey. Mm. Very, very pricey. Mm. So the fact that I had this and to be able to actually live my dream and they've enabled me to be able to do that is just Yeah. Words can't explain. Like honestly. It's it's such
0: a it's amazing because I think um Mm. like you said, there's so many other people that are probably trying to get that as well. And um Yeah. I think yeah. it's just brilliant that like obviously you've got that now you know that you've got that underneath you um, Right, it's there right. you can press on and get all the other things right jolly, exactly
1: I I had my manager saying to me the other day oh you need to you need to do consultancy because how for you to get that, how is that you need to stop <laughs> control. I'm like listen at some point in the future probably,
0: probably yeah drop yeah. The, the EP but, um, first get the EP out first
1: <laughs> exactly and then
0: then we'll talk about so, that <laughs>
1: Right, right, right. And and then again, my last point on that is like, it goes back to what I said about doing the groundwork, Mm -hmm. because I really did the groundwork from before. And I was able to have all of these people kind of co-sign me and, you know, I already had the one extra plays with DJ Ace Mm -hmm. and this and the link up TVs kind of co-sign and just all these other platforms tons and tons of them so i was able to basically say to them all, well, this is what i did and i did this all the, off the back of
0: you my that, own
1: friends yeah yeah yeah. and i've really worked hard and i really did what i needed to do in order to get the traction that i got so far so can you come in and help elevate it
0: yeah yeah so, um, it's looking good for 2021 then i think we'll get yeah, we'll get, so, we'll get uh, to see that as long as we don't get another like mad yeah. lockdown like because we're I don't know.
1: Even... Oh no! Yeah, no. I I'm... I'm just glad that right now, even though we're in a lockdown, mm-hmm. that TV film productions can still go ahead and shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as it's you know, as long as the nursery ain't closed
0: and, just... <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> and
1: TV and film, <laughs> as long as those two things ain't closed, then we're good to go. Yeah. You know, everything else can just be done digitally. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So
0: if the nursery gets yeah. shut, it's a shutdown for everything.
1: Yeah. oh my god yeah.
0: it's just pain absolute pain i don't yeah. i don't i can't <laughs> yeah no it's mad like my, my little girl she was um she didn't have it but someone in the class apparently had it so she um oh
1: no you know they
0: send the whole class home then so she was off for two weeks oh, yeah oh god listen you see that first day back to nursery i was, I, I was
1: skipping yeah like. i was skipping
0: we we left at like quarter to eight the thing don't open till eight o'clock we were there at like 10 to eight yeah, but, um, yeah and also, people
1: don't understand this yeah, is real. Uh, yeah, I
0: was like, you're going straight to that nursery today. But um No, I think I think for 2021, obviously, like all jokes aside and that, but I think 2021 man mm-hmm. it's gonna look it's looking big. You know, I can see obviously yeah. you've you've got yeah. you've done the groundwork, we've got music from you right. already. Um the, right. the videos are they're not even like and this is again no disrespect to anybody, but they're not like just your basic like UK videos are like proper they're done oh
1: thank you you know what I
0: mean they're done well they're not like yeah you know what I mean they're not just like
1: yeah they're
0: not filmed in just like a car park or you know what I mean like every oh, yeah,
1: it's just standard.
0: every yeah. video now car park or they're all just like driving in a car <laughs> no one's driving a car but they're all sat in a the car they're just it's just come on we've got to be outside the box right you know, right?
1: right and it's mad because I just feel like Obviously, you know you got to start somewhere when you do videos, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, you've yeah. got, uh, what your budget is or whatever. But I just feel like with the people that we've got on board now, mm. it's just gonna be times ten. So I like that's why I'm really gassing it up because I just feel like this is really, this is really about to take it. Although it was at a level already, it's about to take it even more. Yeah, man. Up there, I can't so, wait. Man.
0: I can't wait. Uh, thank but, you. Um, so let's talk about your socials real quick. Where can we find you? Mm-hmm. What 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 are you on? What are you using? What's your usernames or your handles?
1: Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, Cilla Ray, so I'll spell that out. C-I-L-L-A-R-A-I-E. I'm mainly on there quite a lot. I also am on Twitter, Cilla Ray, again. Um, Facebook, it's Cilla Ray. YouTube, Celeray TV, uh, which I'm glad YouTube's done this thing now where they merge all your videos together. Oh, okay. Because um, we had Vivo before and then my channel before where they kind of uh, squashed them together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for music artists now, which is good. Mm, so you can find mm. me on there or just search me Celeray. Um, Snapchat occasionally if you guys use it. <laughs> Celeray again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's good But man. yeah, Instagram, um, literally always on there all the time so
0: yeah. yeah i need to stop using socials man i'm gonna get myself in trouble oh one day my
1: God. i use it too Listen, much it's okay. it breaks <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah breaks. It's true. breaks are good
1: Or oh, post and
0: go i can't you see do you know i don't even post oh, really? i just i look <laughs> and then i realize i've been scrolling for like 20 minutes i'm like what am i still doing <laughs> put it down It's a oh it's mental like my, my cousin mm. one of my cousins um he comes off it a lot like he goes on for like one month out of the year and then it just stays off it oh but um right I take breaks I'll take like proper breaks yeah. I deactivate and all that but right
1: yeah man right. but
0: yeah obviously yeah. I'm gonna put the links to all your socials though at the bottom so everyone can find that because mm-hmm. there was a lot of socials yeah. just there. <laughs> but uh... oh, sorry, guys. I mean the world
1: of artists <laughs> okay. whatever you guys use the most yeah no yeah. I'm
0: messing but um but no <laughs> thank you for coming on man I appreciate that and so obviously looking for 2021. We're going to get the EP name or we're not allowed to say? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to push you. I want to wait. We'll keep it a secret.
1: No, do you know what it is? Because the singles are coming out first. Okay, okay. So, yeah. you know, once we get into the second single, I'll start we'll dropping a little hint and whatnot. Oh, we have to get, we'll,
0: you out, out. we'll get you back on though when obviously the, the EP drops and then we can
1: yes please talk about it
0: then as well hopefully again we're out of lockdown then but everyone stay safe and thank you very much for coming on i appreciate you oh thank
1: you for having me i really appreciate it so much
0: appreciate you taking the time out as well